0: Hello, this is Joe Friesen, and uh, I'm sitting with my friend Anthony. We just finished watching the first two uh, Batmans, the Christopher Nolan Batmans, and we have thoughts that I would like to share, and Anthony is going along willingly. I promise he's not tied to the chair and under obligation.
1: (laughs) So for reference, according to Joe, the whole point of this was I hadn't watched the second Batman before. Correct. Correct. And so the point of this was he wanted to have my hot takes. Not
0: not hot take per se, but there's there's a different perspective that you get. Like this is my second time watching it. This is his first time, and so I think we can we can bounce things off of each other. Plus, this is my this was my first time seeing the entire series. I think Mm -hmm. we've we've seen the entire series now, and so we kind of have that level of a first take. Anyway, so Batman. I like the movies. Christian, christian bale is a great batman uh, he's a really
1: good batman yeah
0: okay so what what did you said that uh dark knight is your favorite and it's not even close it's not close Why?
1: it's not close so in the first one you have raz like for the villain because it, it, there's two halves of it batman the batman's good in all of them he's pretty consistent he's a consistent player but then in the first, second, third ones, you have your different suites of villains who bring out different things to the movie. The whole point, really, of them, in some, I don't know. I am having some jumbles, so we're, we're sorting this out here. In the first one, though, you have Roz. And Roz Al-Ghul is fine, but he's like this mentor figure. It's kind of the intro movie. You have an intro, uh-huh. you fight the mentor who raised you. He right, has the same prove,
0: powers as you. You prove that you're better than your mentor.
1: Yeah, yeah you prove that you're smarter than that old guy. Uh-huh. who has been around for a thousand years because of miracle pits <laughs> that they decided existed so that they could have people not die. Right? Okay. And then in the third one, you have Bane. And Bane's cool and he's he's more of a physical problem than any of the villains in this in this movie that we just watched. But he doesn't bring any he, he he doesn't bring the broader the broader conflict cuz the whole point right in bane my biggest impression of that movie is that batman fights these terrorists who want to blow up an island with a nuke right like that's the movie but in the second one it's there's the, there's the big theme of the movie which is batman versus the joker a uh-huh. man with rule with one rule versus a man with no rules right and the whole point is Joker Joker is literally screaming at the world and trying to turn it all into him, prove that everyone is him. And so there's this deeper level of conflict that's going on through the entire thing. And then at the end, too, you have, you have this really good ending, too, where Batman, you know, you get the self-sacrifice thing, which is very mm-hmm. cool and it's a very good ending, where he sacrifices himself so people can think of Dent as they have to.
0: Yep. To, for the city to progress, and we'll just say at this point we are probably not going to avoid spoilers. Oh so yeah! Uh, if if you are spoiler spoiler trigger, alert,
1: yeah, for movies that have been out for a long time.
0: Yeah, if if you haven't <laughs> seen these at this point, um, sorry, go watch them. They're great. Put this in the thumbnail or something, Joe. Spoiler alert or whatever. Yeah, you'll be fine. Um. So, yeah, I see what I see what you're saying, and I mean that's one reason why you can enjoy joker and 2 Face together in the one movie
1: yeah. 2 Face, <sighs> though i don't even see as, as much of an antagonist because really, he's no. just the result of the joker
0: that's true yeah
1: the antagonist the whole time is the joker even in the dent scene which is a very cool scene like harvey dent is amazing uh-huh. you know they do a great job with that conflict still but this the antagonist the person who made that conflict entirely happen is the joker it's still that first fight
0: uh-huh. he's trying to he's he succeeded in turning dent into, Two Face. Into a into Two Face, which is <laughs> a monster. What Joker? Which is what Joker wanted. Yeah, an agent of chaos, a monster. Um, now I don't know that I'd say it's it's close. I think I would agree that the second is the best of the three, but I don't think it's as uh, such a wide gap as you make it sound. At least for me, because I like I like the third one, um, the. If I remember right, Bane's thing and kind of the theme of, Bain's well, no, Bane's thing was uh, anarchy. There was, I'd I would have mean, to rewatch it. Worse at it. <laughs> I'd have to rewatch it, but it's, it's kind of it kind of carries a theme over from the first. It's really right. a continuing theme. Because The first movie starts with uh, Gotham is this corrupt city, and so Ra's Al Ghul <laughs> wants to. Uh, Destroy it. Destroy it by making everyone go crazy with fear, and then they just tear each other apart. Joker wants to show everyone that they're already capable of tearing each other apart by turning them all into two faces and whatnot. Yeah. And then uh, Bane takes that plan further, inciting anarchy, which in this case leads to people tearing each other apart. Yeah. In some degree. And, uh, i don't know i think it's what makes the second one so good is just that it's so introspective yes Um, and it's it reflects on human nature i mean you have the boat scene that's that i think is the i don't know the one of the peaks of the movie because you see it's, it's right there that's joker's point and really, that's more...
1: That's when Joker loses, really. Because he's won yes. everything up to this point. He won Dent. He won everything, right? Uh-huh. They, cannot, they captured him. Well, no. He wanted to be captured. He had a bomb sewn in a guy. <laughs> he, was, he won everything besides that when people actually said no.
0: Right, and so, yeah, that's, that's the point at which he loses. And of course, then you go... You have another kind of conflict with Dent that gets resolved through... Batman taking the blame. Self-sacrificial. That's all cool. Um, I don't know. I think it's interesting how fear played into at least the first and the second movies. Mm -hmm. I don't I didn't see it much in the second one. But the first one was all about Batman conquering his fear. Mm -hmm. And
1: and harnessing it. That is the point of the Batman. The Batman is a harnessing of fear. He's redirecting it at the people
0: it's supposed to be directed at. But then the third one is Batman learning how to be properly afraid. Because the you remember the prison scene when he's in jail, the reason he can't escape is because he doesn't fear death. And so he must learn to be, I don't know, I feel like the point of that was Batman relearning how to be afraid or how to properly fear, what, what the role of fear is. So I wonder, is there, how does fear play in, uh, the second one, if at all, or am I?
1: Sorry, I'm going to stop right there because before we go off onto the topic you want to cover, I never saw that as the main conflict of the third one. I saw a lot of it... The main conflict I really saw in that movie was almost a very... Like, for Bruce... For for Batman, right? Uh He's he's our protagonist. All these things are presenting different obstacles to him. You know, Roz is... In the first movie, they have this example where it's going too far. So he's fighting justice going too far. Justice, we burn everything to the ground with fire and brimstone. Uh And then in the second one, he fights the injustice. He's fighting the embodiment of... Because, yeah, Roz is this embodiment of cold... Justice, You know, what everyone mm-hmm. thinks is just. Your and, compassion makes you weak. Yes. And then Joker is the embodiment of the opposite. He's the embodiment
0: of the chaos. But he still says kind of the same thing. Your compassion, mm-hmm. don't kill, makes you weak. Yes, they do, you, do. It won't let you mm-hmm. beat me.
1: It is both things being taken until they're wrong. Mm-hmm. That is the thing in the first two. In the third one, I always, it I felt more like a very personal conflict with Bane. Like, the thing for him to overcome was the fact that he couldn't beat Bane. Hmm. He found someone he could not beat. Bane took him and literally broke him. Right. And so that was, like, almost, I felt like that was always, like, the big thing he had to overcome. It was, he had to overcome something in a way he couldn't. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's... That may be, part of it may be because this is, like, a... I don't know. That one's kind of weird because in the in the end of the dark knight you could technically end it right there yes. um cuz he's he's now on the run and there's there's no end credits or there's there's no uh hinted conflict coming um and so you really you could probably treat dark knight rises as its own thing cuz it's it's batman coming back to this new threat that was linked to the first movie with Ra's al Ghul yes and then resolving it in that same movie and like ending ending things.
1: Yeah, and the big resolution for that one. The resolution for this is the resolution of the of the themes of the first two. Uh-huh. Really, I feel like that conflict, and it does play into the third one some. They have the anarchy. They have all actually. Going on. Actually, what but, if
0: it was what Rachel said? Is that the third movie is the playing out of Batman figuring out. Does he yes. still need Batman?
1: Because that's where I was getting is Because the end of that movie is him, again, doing the, oh, self-sacrificing again. He does mm-hmm. it again. It's a repeat of the end of the last one. But this one, oh, wait, he didn't self-sacrifice himself. You see him. He's at a bar. He has, he, he got his, he finally got a girl who didn't blow up See, and on him.
0: that's the interesting thing. And so it's like a combination almost him. to
1: Bruce Wayne. It's him finding a world without Batman. Mm-hmm. And before he hadn't. And what forces him to do that is weird.
0: It, it is interesting that the fact i think the the primary uh key to him finding a world where he mm-hmm. can function without batman was catwoman his
1: yes and the other thing that had to happen though is the batman had to be beaten at yeah. one point that had to happen so he had to find out what he really because he knew that was who he was he was the batman Man. well if the batman was beaten and part of what the Batman is is that he's unbeatable. What is Bruce Wayne? Mm-hmm. He had to have something else to live for. And she's part of that. And she's a major part of that. But mm-hmm. that's kind of also a thing. It's a more personal conflict. And it's a very cool movie. Mm-hmm. But I... It, it, this is personal preference, but I like the underlying tones. That big social okay
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it does.
1: And it feels more personal to me as a viewer now this is this is the thing it feels more personal to me mm-hmm.
0: in a way instead of because because you're not a batman no
1: person. i'm not a batman
0: but you are a citizen i'm who not the understands... one fighting
1: bane with mm-hmm. no cartilage in his bones
0: <laughs> but you so do, he actually
1: yeah. has like full-on arthritis while he's supposed
0: supposedly while he's fighting that whole movie <laughs> but you do understand the concept of uh what fear can do to a society
1: yeah and it puts you in that like Joker. himself He says, "We're gonna do a social
0: experiment."
1: We've done social experiments. You like? We like doing social experiments in our head. You know? Would you turn the train to hit lo- less people?
0: Mm-hmm. Joker <laughs> will actually set it up for you.
1: Yeah. That's literally what he does. He does that. Would you? We look, kill less people.
0: Mm-hmm. Just the
1: button. Whoop. And so that. So I liked it better also you can go with the fact that the bane mask dude
0: <laughs> but, yeah it's
1: a little weird it's his voice is so funny oh, is... But, yeah that was a funny thing about batman is he's, 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 he's the thing is you watch the movie and his mm-hmm. voice doesn't sound dumb and then you copy his voice at any other time and it sounds so ridiculously stupid it's like i i do what i must for gotham and it sounds real dumb but mm-hmm. when you're saying that. And you're actually doing something, it's like, oh, this is so cool.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember watching a vine where it was a guy doing impressions of vines, and you know, there's the one vine where it goes, the line is, an avocado. Or it's, an avocado, thanks. But he does it in Batman's voices, so it's like, an avocado, thanks. And it's, it's real, it really is fun. Anyway, part of it may be the vine, part of it may be the fact that the voice is kind of ridiculous.
1: So, so we're way off top. We got, we, Anyway, anyway
0: going back to Batman's um, I mean there's obviously that I guess we should touch on the uh, the, the self-sacrifice part <laughs> where he takes he takes the sin the uh, the wrongdoings that Dent did upon himself um, yeah and then it presents uh, Harvey as the line the hero the mm-hmm. hero that gotham ne- needs or deserves mm-hmm. that line i noticed that line kind of got swip swapped because it's like batman batman said he was the hero that uh he said that dent was the hero that gotham needs
1: mm-hmm.
0: did, did uh, gordon say that about dent or did he say that got, Harvey was the one that gotham deserves no uh, you got me too. <laughs> i don't know and, yeah, this this whole, you know, you see that.
1: Um, I do think, though, this, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to pull away from wherever you're going. Sorry. Yeah.
0: I mean, <laughs> you you are really, going anywhere. We'll just we'll wrap it up here. It's really an obvious Christ figure point. And yeah. You just, as mm-hmm. a, um, I don't know, it's something that you can, I guess, reference in talking to, friends is like hey you remember that scene in batman that's what do you think about that I mean, you don't yeah. there's a way to Anything. do it without being uh, weird or cheesy but yeah whatever anyway and i did
1: want to say one the thing i wanted to talk about before whatever uh, if you have any other points you want to argue about i think a very good point of the movie too is because the other two movies the first one and the third one they have one
0: villain it's Bane versus Batman, or it's Ra's versus Batman, Ra's al Ghul.
1: Uh-huh. And in this one, they had two.
0: Well, actually, the third one did kind of have two, because well, it was Bane and then the, Holly the lady. Holly but yeah, it, nope, yeah, sure. <laughs> and she was kind of the brains, and then she was, she was yeah. the brains behind the city-wide threat of the <laughs> nuclear bomb. Yeah. And then Bane was just the muscle. Yeah, but...
1: The, the conflict really didn't... Because she was the surprise, you know, you didn't know that she was a villain. The True, conflict yes. wasn't between Batman and her. The ba- conflict was between Batman and Bane. Yes. And in this one, the thing it adds though is it has this broad narrative, you know, about society at large, and do you trust people, uh-huh. do you not trust people? Everyone, it's a line from a comic somewhere, everyone is one bad day. It's one bad day away uh-huh. from being the Joker. But then the other thing it does is... The, what the Harvey Dent and two-face and what that part adds is it It adds this very personal Conflict because the as much as you the Joker fighting Batman uh-huh. They're not actually fighting the fights not that good. Like they fight a little bit. There's some doggos
0: I mean because Joker's thing isn't yeah fighting.
1: Yeah, it, it is the bat the real battle is on the boats
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> And it's not fought by Batman But the thing with the two-face fight is it makes it very personal And it's a very cool scene with just how personal and Mm -hmm. pretty raw that scene
0: is. But what's weird is you keep saying that it's personal, mm -hmm. and I agree. But it's also, I mean, at least in Harvey's mind, Mm -hmm. it's extremely impersonal. Because he's, I mean, well, it is personal. No, everything he
1: does from that stage forward is very personal. If it was impersonal for him, he'd just go around flipping coins and killing random people. He went down a specific list of people he thought were responsible for his problems.
0: That's one way in which he's not like the Joker. Mm Because the Joker... If he was a Two-Face, would just flip mm-hmm. coins and kill people. Yeah. Uh, but Two-Face is still intentional about who he goes after. Now, he, he, he tries yeah. to be, quote-unquote, impartial by mm-hmm. deciding their lives at a coin flip, mm-hmm. which he says, oh, what was, what was his line? In, the, in reality of this cruel world, morality is just a flip of the coin. It's just chance, fairness, pure fairness, which I agree. Fairness is, well... I don't know that I actually agree with that. I'd have to think about that more. What he said about fairness being a 50-50 chance thing. It's just a flip of a coin.
1: In this world, that's as fair as we're
0: actually going to get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other.
1: And I don't know. I just think it adds something good to the movie, that it's able to do both. Because uh-huh. if it's just the Joker scene, as cool as those are, it does lack a little bit of that personal con. It, uh-huh. it lacks it. You know, there's no one for Batman
0: to fight. There's no one I mean, mm-hmm. he has all the goon fights, mm-hmm. but you always like that that one the main villain fight which you mm-hmm. can't have with Joker cuz he doesn't he's not cuz
1: he gets beat up by Batman. That's his thing. Is he gets beat up by the Batman consistently? Uh-huh. <laughs> I did think one thing that was kind of cool also was Joker um it's a thing that was brought out to me. You know, he tells them where Har- Harvey Dent and Rachel are being kept. He's like, she's right. here, he's there, and then, oh, he switched them. He switched the expectations. And it made me realize later on that Joker, what he consistently does is he just flips expectations.
0: Mm-hmm. Like he was saying with <laughs> the, the people have a plan. <laughs> yeah, he said and that himself. He likes flipping the plan. Yeah. You, you Harvey Dent, had a plan. Mm -hmm. and i turned it on its head
1: yeah um and the other thing that made me realize that it made me realize later on what he does is he literally does that to the cops there's the whole scene where batman has to save all these hostages who are dressed up as joker goons and it's a very it's a pretty cool scene it wasn't my favorite but it was a pretty cool Uh scene and again he's doing that and it's a theme of the jokers he's flipping expectations i don't
0: know Uh he flipped expectations Mm -hmm. kind of at the beginning of the movie when Mm -hmm. he was pretending to be one of the henchmen
1: he did it to the mob bosses, he did it all for his half of the money, and then he burns his half, and oh, your half caught on fire too. <laughs> it's like, you know, I want half the drink. Which half is mine? And I choose the bottom half.
0: <laughs> so in order to get to your half, I have to? Burp, type, burp, oh, eat. man,
1: your half just drained into my half. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um...
1: Alright, do you got any points, any fight you want to do here? have i convinced you that the third one is just uh,
0: no i i wanted to dive a little deeper into if there if they if there was such a large gap between them and i think Mm -hmm. there's definitely is there is a big gap between the second and the third because the third's (laughs) really just kind of its own movie the first one maybe you can't the first you can't really it's a begin movie it's It's a a good begin movie and i think oh yeah
1: I think there's like one introduction movie, you know, that's really, really good. And most of them are fine. You know, uh-huh. you have the superhero, they choose to be a super, they choose to stand up for other people and then they fight the evil version of themselves because that's what it always
0: is, is but on the, no on one the, can be
1: more creative yeah. than to have them just fight themselves. But on
0: the rare occasion, is the sequel worse than the first one? Just because the first one, you have to do so much setup. <laughs> you have to f- help you, help <laughs> the, the first time viewers get to know the character and <laughs> that takes up movie time yeah now in the second one you can do more of the things that viewers want to see yes especially especially when you're not doing a new concept batman's not new no and so even though you technically have to do a character introduction (laughs) for him if you're doing a first movie with a new actor whatever that second one's probably going to perform better because now that now all the comic book fans who are familiar with batman like okay now we can get to see batman do batman things we get to see batman fight the joker it's the classic
1: matchup batman joker a match made in heaven and hell
0: (laughs) so yeah i think that's that's just to be expected with Mm -hmm. basically every movie series
1: the one exception being the first cat movie which was phenomenal yes that movie
0: was phenomenal and then winter soldier and then yeah now, in your opinion, and this is, this is a completely different movie series, so maybe we can do this, oh, do it yeah, over we're, this we're Oh, don't point. touch this other topic, Joe. Okay. Stay focused. Okay. Um, Listen,
1: I'm the professional podcast here. I'm going to keep us on track.
0: <laughs> thank you. You should be my co-host. No. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else. That please, sounds like work. But yes. But.
1: So, do you feel? I, I want you to know, because I did my whole take on what the conflict is. You felt like there was some kind of other theme in the third one? Hmm. Do you feel like it's there? Because that's always the conflict I saw,
0: but I've also missed things. Maybe. Uh, I will tell you <laughs> as soon as I come back. I need to take a quick break. I don't I can chop
1: And now we'll hear a word from our sponsors. So yeah. Yeah, Joker. Well, Joe's gone. I'm just gonna talk and see if he wants to put any of this on a tape. And if he does, well, then you get to hear it. If he doesn't, you don't. Yeah. so interesting watching batman in the interrogation scene i thought that was a really cool scene too because he starts trying to beat up the joker for information the joker is just laughing he's getting beat up and he's laughing and he realized it, and it's because joker knows there is no threat of him dying here because he knows what batman's rule is he figured it out you know batman doesn't kill people and so he figured it out and he doesn't care about the pain and batman can't do anything to him and it's it's this idea of the Joker. He's this agent of chaos. And in many ways, I think like his viewpoint of the world is he views the world as a game. I don't know. I think it's a cool thing about the Joker as a character. is Because for Batman, everything in many ways, it's personal. It's real. He's saving people. He's doing the right thing. And for the Joker, this whole thing is a game. He's having a big party, and nothing he does matters. Um... Nothing he does matters at all. So he just does what he thinks is fun. And what he thinks is fun is really messed up. (laughs) And so he tries to make everyone else see that it's not messed up. It's just the way the world is. Anyway. Yeah, we're going to see if Joe includes any of that. Probably not, because he doesn't like me, and he doesn't like my opinions.
0: So yeah.
1: Joe, are you coming back, or are you just staying away forever? I'm coming back. now we'll hear from a, a word from our sponsor and
0: we're back oh, wait, hopefully no yes we idea. are we are not that fancy yet hopefully I, I claim no responsibility for anything that anthony said between when i left and when i came back yeah. um, i just
1: told them about how great raid shadow legends is. <laughs> if you enter the code joe sucks nothing will happen
0: yeah but uh <laughs> i mean technically is there any is there any legal reason we couldn't just pitch things?
1: I don't know. Probably
0: not. We couldn't give them discounts, Probably. but we could give them other people's discounts. I'm not sure how that works, to be quite honest with I you. I don't either. So let's, let's just move on. Uh, the theme of the third Batman. The reason I think that there is a theme with Dark Knight Rises. Is that what it is? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, the third Batman with Bane. The reason I think there is a theme there is because the critical point of the movie was when <clears throat> Batman was trying to get out of the prison. And uh, he gets out, I think, because what, they, what the prisoners keep telling him is that you need to learn to fear death. You will not make the jump if you do not fear dying from not making the jump. And, he's, and he said before, I don't fear anything. I don't fear dying. and it, I feel like that ties into the first movie because Batman has to learn to overcome his fear of uh bats as and maybe other things and then to embody that fear to become fear for others and i just i wonder how do you tie not only that because i just thought of a different thing how do you tie him learning to become fear in the first movie to him learning to uh to fear death in the third movie and then tie that in with him learning um and exploring what life is without batman because like you said (laughs) batman is it's basically batman is basically fear himself (laughs) Um, that is the point of the batman is to just be purely scary Yes scary so
1: scary that people even if there's stati- it's a big city there's no way the Batmans where you are you still don't want to take that risk because mm-hmm. it's the batman you don't right. know who that is it's some demon that comes out of the night is unstoppable beats up everyone including these nut cases who are absolute psychopathically good fighters
0: mm-hmm. like we saw in uh, the second one that was a scene <laughs> in the second one the bat like goes mm-hmm. up and the anyway. criminals go away um, I don't know if you all have thoughts that we don't mention, um, I will include contact points in the show notes.
1: Well, it looks like it's time for us to go.
0: Oh. Um,
1: no, wait, that's the heater? No, that's... that's yeah, that's anyway.
0: the... Car. Anyway. Anyway. Um, shoot, maybe we can get him on it, in on this. Uh, no. I don't know if he's seen them, though. I'm sure he has. Yeah. if we, maybe we can wrap up when he comes in. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's... Maybe there's something to the embodiment someone who thinks that they're the embodiment of fear learning to actually say that again
1: the second one you're not going to cut it out for noise okay hello go buzz off somewhere for a bit we're
0: recording we're recording actually we'll go buzz off to Joe's room you can sit
1: here and have your TV
0: no say hi hi that's Cody he will will be on a podcast in some future point or in past at a past point depending on when I post this Where do you go? There he is. Ah. Make sure you use the button. Yes. Okay. So is do you think there's something to a man who has found his identity in embodying fear, finding learning to fear something, fear dying in order to escape prison, and then Learning what it means to be not Batman to be Bruce Wayne Sorry.
1: <clears throat> I would definitely agree that that's probably the main theme of the movie to be honest is that choice yeah He has to choose he actually Needs to get out you know he, he, he has to get to the point where he actually needs to get out before he just like Knows he has to because he's the Batman he has to go out and save his city And so that's why he's trying to escape uh-huh. And then when he chooses to live for himself that's the point you know it's a thing mentioned on in the second one right because rachel writes in that note about how if he ever decides who bruce wayne is how to be without the batman then she'll be waiting for him and then she blows up but yeah (laughs) what's the Hmm. second movies and killing girlfriends
0: anyway (laughs) this is a great question i mean usually are the girlfriends usually long time friends they're like they're kind of in that weird just friends, but we yeah. still kiss in the movie anyway. f- stage because they were longtime friends. They were childhood friends.
1: Yeah, and I do think that's I do think that is the, the bigger thing, which I think is accurate. It's I I guess I didn't see that the first time I watched it through. That's not how mm-hmm. I saw it. I just saw it as this very personal conflict between him and Bane. Again, this is, this is the first the take, thing second is, take differences. If it's down to a. F- you know, if it's down to just a personal conflict between him and Bane, that's a lot less compelling than a mm-hmm. personal conflict between him and the Joker because Bane contests him physically. Mm-hmm. That is the point. That's what Bane is, for all intents and purposes in that movie, is someone who is as good or better than Batman at any point in that movie.
0: There's probably significance in the line, um, Bane's line, you learned, you think the darkness is yeah. your friend. I am the darkness. I was born in it. Or I was born in the darkness. Yes. You, and so You adopted
1: it. I was born in it. Mm-hmm.
0: and so there's maybe that there's a way that ties into uh, being fear and not fear learning to live without that is, it's it's kind of confusing at this point
1: but yeah i and I, I, I still find that less compelling though than the conflict between the batman and the sure, batman yeah. And the, i find it still significantly less compelling and then there's also just for the great of the movies right is the comparison in how good bane well while bane was pretty good it was pretty well executed. There were a couple things that were, just maybe mainly the mask thing,
0: the way he talked. It was really weird.
1: It, it's cool sometimes, and it's, sometimes it can be
0: intimidating.
1: Yeah, sometimes it's really cool and intimidating. And sometimes it's just kind of weird.
0: because it sounds pretentious all the time.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It sounds weird. <laughs> it would
0: be very painful. Do-
1: there's like this for you. Dis- there's like this disconnect between what he looks like.
0: Uh huh.
1: And what he sounds like and it's that's the big weird disconnect that the Joker is just insanely good Mm -hmm. I I don't know who the actor was
0: his name is Heath Ledger and I think he actually uh, died because of how much practice he put into the character
1: yeah but he did a phenomenal job with
0: that. he did an absolutely phenomenal job he
1: captures the the uh the coldness not even the it's not cold that's the that's a weird thing about the Joker is he's not cold uh huh he cares the whole time, but he just cares about it because it entertains him.
0: Uh-huh. Right. He, it's almost like he cares. He wants the truth to be known, but the truth that he wants to be known doesn't necessarily have to be the truth. The truth that he wants to be, he wants to share with everyone, and he wants to share it on a personal level. <laughs> is that you're all me? You all can be me.
1: In a large degree, I feel like his main thing is n- nothing matters. You know, there is no justice. Everyone just breaks down. There's no this higher thing because everyone just breaks down to that, right? And he's trying to get rid of all that because he thinks it's just a bunch of baloney.
0: (laughs) Right. And, yeah, he breaks it down for Two-Face. Two-Face didn't, um... I don't know.
1: He tries to do it to Batman. uh He tries to get him to kill him. There's the scene with the bike, right, where Batman's riding right under the bike. He's saying, Hit me! Because he wants Batman... He wants to break the one rule. Because it's a thing in the comics... And mm-hmm. I saw someone's take on this on a video somewhere where what, Bat- what Joker's actively trying to do is he's trying to get the Batman to kill him. Because if he can make Batman break his one rule, you know, Batman has one rule. You know, he'll go around and he'll use everyone's phone and says sonar to go hunt down the Joker and that's definitely not an invasion of privacy or a bad thing to ever have established as a possibility.
0: Uh-huh. He'll drop people from heights <laughs> that won't kill them but will brutally maim their legs.
1: Oh no, I didn't kill him. I just ran over their car with a tank.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, i don't know if these are actually uh, yeah these are pro- these are probably more attributable to uh platholes and yes yeah you know,
1: but but he has that rule he has that foundation that keeps him in check
0: uh-huh.
1: it's that one thing you know he has his rule that keeps him centered and he's trying to break his center Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah, the other thing I wanted to say when you're talking about the first and the third movie being connected is the whole point. In the first movie, it starts with Bruce Wayne searching for purpose. Mm-hmm. That's what he's searching for because his parents died.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's scarred him.
1: It's in a way that he felt was very much his fault. And, you know, you understand very much why you would think that. If it wasn't his fault. Now,
0: whatever. something that I thought was weird was the whole... How Regardless, Re- I'm, I'm talking Al-Ghul. right now, Okay,
1: Joe. sorry. <laughs> Let me complete a thought. <laughs> and so he goes and he finds purpose with Ra's al Ghul to be this agent of justice. And then he goes and he's trained by Ra's al Ghul. And Ra's al Ghul then goes, all right, now kill people. But he, he's been so defined by death, he doesn't want that to happen to anyone.
0: Hmm.
1: Which is this change. He doesn't want to be the executioner.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And it's really interesting. Because at one point earlier... In the movie, he was willing to do so, but then he's he's changed at some point. He makes his new identity. His new identity is this warrior of justice because he's trying to be a warrior. He's a warrior. Uh-huh. That's all he is because that's what he spent his life becoming. Yep. And then he chose to be a warrior to protect people and to not kill. Uh-huh. And then he, at the end of the second one, it sets up for the third one because there is no, the warrior's mission was finished. Uh-huh. The whole point at the end of the second is the they kick out the warrior because nobody likes the having a warrior around. They're scary. Yeah, they're scary. They remind you of what has to be done I mean, you to think... keep society in check, and so he gets chased away. Uh-huh. And now there is no warrior, but that's entirely who he was.
0: Uh-huh.
1: He was the Batman. All the Bruce Wayne stuff was just so people wouldn't know who the Batman was, so they that wouldn't go and kill his butler. One. Yep. He was just protecting his butler and Rachel. It was yeah, sure. <laughs> she dies later. It doesn't matter. Yeah it's all about the butler <laughs>
0: <laughs> the butler is the wizard figure the, yeah. the wizard mentor
1: yeah and so and then in the third one he, he has to be come he has to have a point he has to he, that the whole point is when it introduces is he what has he done now that batman is a thing nothing he's done absolutely nothing <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> for years <laughs> and then bane comes along and forces him out of action and there's that whole plot line but it, yeah, and it's very personal, and it's for him, but it's a thing I don't relate to as much. I find it hard to relate to, because yeah. it's this very weird thing. It's very cool, and it's a very good cumulative arc, and I think it is a good movie, but I don't think it's on all the, all over. Like, the whole second movie is so good.
0: Mm-hmm. See, I think the, the third one would maybe relate more... The character of Batman in the third one would maybe relate more to uh, veterans. Maybe Because the, the idea I, is that they've... I mean, they've, you're
1: making up an idea off of someone else's well, part of it lot, but yeah
0: what clavin has said about the batman yeah. series i think he said the one of the batman's was like a kind of talking about 9-11 and the whole the whole terrorist thing mm-hmm. um i don't know just in my mind the idea batman is a warrior he's dedicated his life to fighting and now he must find a purpose outside of fighting i feel mm-hmm. like there would be I don't know, a veteran audience who would relate to that
1: Maybe I mean, I mean I'm maybe. speculating at this point, <laughs> point. like you said, it's
0: times. a it's kind of a niche, it's kind of a niche audience, so it wouldn't I, appeal to a lot of people. I think it was
1: a good ending for the series because yes, you know that's the thing is like Batman is Batman. It's always the thing is like Bruce Wayne, You're like oh yeah, he technically exists, but no one anything Bruce Wayne ever does is a setup for a Batman scene. Oh, he goes and throws a party for Harvey Dent. Well, it's so we can have Joker fight the Batman.
0: <laughs> but okay, that's that's on the writer side of things.
1: But yes, that is a writer thing, but anything, I'm saying, it is a writer thing. It's how the comics were written. And it became a thing, though, that Bruce Wayne half just didn't really exist. It's just like, oh, yeah, he's a playboy, and then you just moved on. Mm -hmm. You know, you might shoot a couple shots where he's walking around, he has a woman on each arm, Mm -hmm. and then two Hulk scrambling to grab hold of his legs or something.
0: When he drives drives between the the crazy truck Mm -hmm. and the the SWAT team with the prisoner inside, it's not because he's trying to protect the car, it's because he's... Anyway trying yeah. to beat the light and so he
1: has no identity there is mm-hmm. no identity that is bruce wayne He's just batman he is batman i'm batman mm-hmm. and so that is the point is it's overcoming that and it's a very good ending for batman mm-hmm. but i find it and it's a good movie and i just think it's not as good as the second one
0: yeah so it's in, sp- in light of um my podcast is called, and its general theme of um, bringing things back to Christian lifestyle, Christian worship. What I don't know. What can? What should a Christian take away from uh, the Batman movies? Second one in particular, since that's what we just watched tonight. I think I, maybe the biggest takeaway is the is the boat scene. Mm-hmm. I mean the yeah, Joker's the premise
1: takeaway. That's the easiest takeaway, yeah.
0: Joker's premise is kind of true. I mean we're not that people are basically uh, selfish. Selfish. <laughs> um that they can be turned into two faces. Mm-hmm. And you know he sets set up on the on the boat but the i don't know do humans actually have the capacity to would that would that scene have actually happened in real life how how could that have actually happened if humans are innately selfish
1: yeah no that's definitely true um yeah i guess that's a good scene that's a that's a specifically good scene i yeah it's always hard with these kind of movies because there's so much about one person Uh and there's so much about improbable scenarios Uh to a certain degree and so that's what you're looking for is those kind of scenes I think again and you can't get easy takeaways Mm
0: -hmm. like Christian movies Mm because Christian movies are written with the point in mind in the first place sometimes it's a
1: problem with Christian movies exactly
0: (laughs) and so these good movies you can't just get an easy point for Christians Mm -hmm. out of it because that's not the purpose but I think the reason we should even look for it is because that's just innate in good storytelling Mm -hmm. is that
1: Yes. Um, I, I guess the other thing, again, from this movie, we just watched the second Batman, uh, Batman... Which
0: was uh, Dark Knight. Dark
1: Knight. The Dark Knight. It's that idea that there, for Batman, right, there's this code uh-huh. that he has to uphold uh-huh. regardless. Uh-huh. There are...
0: Isn't it's an it's a unchangeable principle? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: there are unchangeable principles, and they are worth fighting for at uh-huh. any cost. Reputation, re- whatever, uh-huh. you know, because reputation's a big deal. He worked really hard on uh-huh. the Batman. He gave up the Batman. He gave up his literal identity. Actually, we see that in the third movie. Uh-huh. He literally gave up who he was for something else.
0: Uh-huh. In order to. I guess, begin, give the people of Gotham a chance to redeem themselves. So yeah, yeah, here you
1: go. You want your your grand analogy right here. Okay. You know, you take a person, a flawed, broken person, and then you take them, and you go and you give up everything, you yeah. know, Batman just gives up everything to help other people for a greater good. hmm Oh, well, you gave up everything for a greater good. What does that sound like? You giving up everything. Hmm. Did you, what is that like? Did you
0: you, I don't know. This sounds like uh, maybe Jesus.
1: Okay, maybe Jesus. But the other thing is, what do we do as Christians? Well, we the give reason, up
0: everything. We give the reason up everything. we do it is because that's what Jesus did, and that's and the reason he did it is because that's just how the world works. That's why that works in a story. Um, so yeah. And then
1: you go and you become better on the other side of it.
0: Uh huh. Um, oh, I just I just had something. What did I get? I don't remember.
1: I, well, if you don't remember, I feel like that's probably a pretty good wrap up spot
0: yeah I mean, um... So yeah, if you enjoyed the video,
1: don't forget the video podcast, don't forget to dislike, don't share it with your friends and never listen to any future episodes because this is probably is gonna as good as it's gonna get because I was here. Mm-hmm.
0: I would I would say don't leave any reviews just in the spirit of things, but that would actually it would actually be worse for me if you left one star reviews. Yeah, like so just write me the nastiest review possible don't don't just not like this down down like this if you can i know this yeah. isn't on youtube and i don't think anywhere else would allow you to down thumb this but do it if you can yeah um just just for the memes
1: i uh, know just <laughs> because we don't like joe
0: okay that too um anyway thank you anthony for talking about this uh hopefully... you're
1: welcome I'm the best thing that's happened for your podcast at this point yes eh, i mean it's already reached the climax joe you might as well end here two episodes we're done
0: Mm, at this point, it's technically four.
1: Oh, four. Okay, well, you look at this. You had a whole superhero series. You're done. Sign off. This is the end of the series. There are no spoiler clips at the end. Now i got to go and deal with a greater threat.
0: Mm. Okay, well, this has been Cultic Conversations with Joe and his guest Anthony, and I will talk to you again later. Bye.